1: It's Thursday, February 6th, and this is Mary Mooney with a news update from the Oregonian Oregon Live. An intel technician from Forest Grove and his wife are among the 3,700 people quarantined aboard a cruise ship just south of Tokyo. They'd taken a 15-day cruise to Japan, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Vietnam. Then came word about the coronavirus. Now the ship's under a two-week quarantine, and so far at least 10 people aboard have tested positive for the new virus. The passengers, meanwhile, are confined to their cabins, and Oregonians Kent and Rebecca Frazier say they're hunkering down with free internet, iPads, a Nintendo Switch, a TV and a few bottles of sake as they hope for the best. Worldwide, more than 24,000 people have been infected with the virus and nearly 500 of them are dead. At least 12 cases have been confirmed in the U.S. so far. Jeremy Christian's murder trial for 2017's fatal stabbings aboard a MAX train continued Wednesday with testimony from a Portland homicide detective. Detective Michelle Michaels testified that while police held Christian in custody hours after the attack, he was enraged. He fumed over the men he had stabbed aboard the train and blamed them for the fatal encounter, telling police, I hope they died. Christian laughed and shook his head in apparent disagreement, as Michaels testified, just as he had done during the testimony of other witnesses. And at one point, he blurted out, she's lying. Prosecutors rested their case Wednesday, and now the trial takes a break until Monday when the defense starts presenting its case. State auditors say that the barriers caseworkers encounter when trying to navigate the massive database that tracks millions of interactions among Oregonians and the state child welfare system pose risks to child safety. Among other things, they found that the software forces caseworkers to tunnel through a confusing array of screens with no easy way to access all information at once about a specific child or parent. When auditors tested the system by searching for a person with a common name, they had to click through 42 different screens to confirm whether or not that person had been identified as an abuser. The 30-page audit recommends DHS update training, prioritize fixes to match what workers need most, institute a comprehensive plan to ensure quality data, and hire a project manager to oversee the system's improvement so it complies with new federal laws. Mercy Corps on Wednesday issued the results of an outside investigation into its mishandling of sexual abuse claims against one of its founders that concluded some of the International Relief Agency's leaders made missteps, mistakes in judgment, and governance lapses in their response to the complaints. Mercy Corps' board of directors ordered the inquiry last fall after the Oregonian Oregon Live published the findings of a 10-month investigation that showed executives had allowed co-founder Ellsworth Culver to remain in a top position, even after his daughter went to them in the early 1990s with credible sexual abuse allegations against her father. The consulting firm that did the investigation recommended that Mercy Corps hire a chief ethics officer, strengthen its safeguarding policies, create a culture and ethics subcommittee of the board, diversify the board itself, and own the past by investigating whether Culver abused others. For these and more news stories, pick up today's copy of The Oregonian or head to OregonLog.com.